Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of the Back to the Basics show. We're your hosts, Eddie and Josh. Woo! And it's another beautiful Saturday morning in the Hall of Justice. Ooh, Hall of Justice. And, you know, Eddie, dude, it's been four long years. Four years? What are you four talking about, man? Four long years for us to sit down in the Hall of Justice. Has it really been that long? And talk about Joss Whedon's. If you don't get that, get that out of here. We talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League, man. Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Hashtag restore the Snyderverse. I'm talking about hashtags. Ooh, yeah. Hashtag that. (laughs) WB. Hashtag into the Snyderverse. There's a lot to discuss, so I want to jump in to this episode but before we go we want to let you know you can find the podcast version of our show everywhere you can find podcasts you can check us out at backtothebasics.com yeah man we everywhere but besides that i'm excited man we're a little removed from watching it i've watched it thousands of times i don't know about you josh i've watched it but it's still so more than enough more than enough it's still so good there's so much soak up man it's a lot can't wait to get into the episode and talk about all the Snyder Cut. Did you know that we live in a society? We do! Hashtag! I'm excited, dude. Let's do it. Get back to the basics. So here we are again. In the dojo, and you got me talking about DC Comics. DC, baby. Zack Snyder's Justice League, to be exact. Why the hell am I wearing these headphones? Oh, no. (laughs) We weren't back in the time. Flash done turn back time, baby. Don't you turn back time? Yeah. Look, um, he's doing it right now. Is he? Yeah. So, yeah. DC Comics. Justice League, we're all aware of the events that transpired four years ago, right? Yeah. All up in the theater. I'll never forget, man. Just disappointed. The movie popped on. No. Uh-huh. And the, 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 the Henry Cavill scene, seeing Superman with his face all warped with some CG from PlayStation 1. Hope is like a car keys, bro. Hope is like car keys. Didn't he say something like it's a river? Hope is like a river. It like winds. It's like your car keys. <laughs> he says car keys. That's Jeff Johns for you, y'all. Josh Whedon. Hey, man, I like Jeff Johns. What's the difference, man? What's the difference? What's the difference in is, life? Is there a Snyder Cut? Oh, well, yes, there's a Snyder Cut. What the fuck are we talking about? Is there about? a thing? A thing, huh? thing? Oh, What's man. the difference between Josh Whedon's Justice League right here? This little thing, thing. It's a masterpiece. What's the? <laughs> you think that this is coming no, from the guy who likes I, Green Lantern, by the way? I, I love Green Lantern. Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern. I love that movie. There was a director's cut no. of that movie. <laughs> so, so this is this isn't new, man. There was a director's cut of Green Lantern. This isn't new, man. This whole director's cut. There's always director's cuts of something. Yeah, but, but this, this one is actually better. This one is one of a kind, right? Bro, they got two hours of a film on the cutting room floor? You tell me you couldn't find, like, a couple good things in this film to, like, leave in 
Besides the bullshit that they left in. <laughs> Let's get to the meat and potatoes, dude. Meat and potatoes? Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> it is. It, it, it's. They release a film. There's a lot that happened with Zack Snyder. Four years, bro. There's a lot that happened, though. This is like a huge thing, right? There's there's, there's an iceberg of of, of what the uh, an event of dominoes. Just Titanic that yeah. just cut through it. Um, <clears throat> Zach uh, lost one of his daughters. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He stepped away from finishing Justice League as the director. Yeah. I think it was like towards the end, right? Mm-hmm. Or like... So Warner Brothers decides to bring in Joss Whedon... Which I think at that time, the last movie he did was Marvel's Age of Ultron. Let's bring in a Marvel guy <laughs> to do a DC film. Well, that seems to be the trend nowadays. That with, works, right? With Suicide Squad and James Gunn. And. Mm. Stupid ass shit. Let's see how that's going to go. <laughs> let's just make this a. Let's just <laughs> shit on James Gunn. But no. Um, <clears throat> Ooh. So a lot happened. Hot take. A lot happened. Yeah. Um, they had yeah. to do a bunch of reshoots. Brought in a new director. Brought in a new film score person. They brought in Danny Elfman from the Batman Returns to do his Batman score throughout the film. And it was originally supposed to be Tom Holkenberg, Junkie XL. Okay, right. Uh-huh. So that's who they brought back for the <clears throat> Snyder cut. They let him finish. So not only did Zack Snyder get stripped of his film. But Tom Hogenberg got the boot kicked out, and they brought in Danny Alfman because they were like, well, yeah, last time we had some good DC films, Batman Returns. <laughs> Catwoman, you watched that? <laughs> With Halle Berry? No, you didn't. You, it's can- you like Halle Berry? <clears throat> I, I like Halle Berry. I'm not a fan of her acting, but... She was um, good in Bond, huh? Uh, no. <laughs> She's the worst Bond girl ever. Ever. Yeah, I said that. She's my least favorite Bond girl. I damn near died, bro. That whole movie is, I I would say it's one of the worst. Um, Back to Justice League. My mind slipped. You you pulled out Bond, dude. My mind flipped to Bond now. Can't wait for the new one. But uh, Justice League, dude, there is just so much. Like Honestly, I don't even know where to start. Let's let's start well, with the original film. Yeah, we start at the beginning, man. The movie. This, I I never. I'll never forget sitting at the in the theater. At the theater. Yeah. And Superman pops on with his weird warped face. He kind of looked like <laughs> uh, like Agent Smith from Matrix. That's what I always saw. I was like, why does Henry Cavill look like Agent Smith? I'll never forget sitting in that seat and looking over and just being like. This is this isn't the movie, right? Did somebody prank us? Yeah, like this is a joke. <laughs> I literally happened? thought that, like, this is not part of the movie. That's and then crazy. the the score kicks in. That is a very, and I think that was a very good uh, Death of Superman intro in the in the new one in jo- no in the jo- in Joss Whedon. The um oh the song. The song. Yeah, when the song plays. I did like that song. And that whole little yeah. that sequence plays. That was a Superman. pretty good part. Dead. So you're gonna you're gonna go through here and find all the good stuff mm-hmm. about Justice League, huh? Is that is that what I'll is find that your a take? few. I'll find a few. I'll put a condom on it. Oh no. So I guess I was one of the let, let, I'll just <clears> throw <throat> myself out there. I guess I was one of the only people. 
can't say the only, but I guess I'm a, I'm of the select few that accepted the original Justice League movie. I bought it. Yeah, it's sitting, my copy's sitting right there. That was yeah. a gift, though. Gift, by the way. <laughs> so he didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. Um, I did buy it, but I believe much like you, I, I took the whole Green Lantern, Dragon Ball Evolution take on it, right? I was like, it's the only one of its kind. A lot of people's not going to understand what you're saying right there. It's but... the only live-action Justice League movie that we have that goes along with Man of Steel and BVS, just like Green Lantern is... The only live action movie that there's ever been. Dragon Ball Evolution. Only live action. So you accept it for what it is, even though it's a piece of dog shit that they offered up. There was the, uh, I believe in the 90s, there was a TV pilot, Justice League live action. I'm talking action. about movies, man. Theatrical it's live action film though. release. Yeah, whatever. And so Justice League, it, it has all the same actors, right? Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, Henry Cavill, uh, Ezra Miller as The Flash, Ray Fisher as Cyborg. So all these, all these names are supposed to be the big coming together of Justice League. And you get this movie where the characters don't even get along throughout the whole film. We watched it. We sat there and watched Joss Whedon's version before we watched... Zack Snyder's Literally back-to-back. Back-to-back. We timed it. I think it probably took us four to six hours to get through the Joss Whedon cut. Oh, it was so bad. Because we were pausing. It was so bad. We were pausing, like, every scene debating on, is this uh, Zack's, is this Zack Snyder vision? Is this uh, uh, Joss Whedon's vision? And if so, is this going to be in the final Snyder cut? And we were, like, analyzing every fucking scene, and it took us, like, three times as long to get through the movie but it worked out perfectly, and right at midnight, we switched over and started watching, started watching Zack Snyder. Yeah, it was the best experience. I got a lot of them right, by the way. I was like, yeah, that's not that's not Zack Snyder. There was a lot though where we were like, whoa, that is a Snyder cut scene. That's true. Like I thought that was a jaw scene because that is pretty shitty. And then there was a lot that we had never even seen before. You mm-hmm. talked about the death of Superman. How about that? retelling of the death of superman as the intro for Zack snyder's justice league it's a lot better than the original was that not hella good hella the the ripple effect of this god crying out in pain it's kind of like a death rattle a death cry bro that i didn't see that coming well the bell has been rung and like said it man Lex said it. They've heard it amongst the stars. And that was that was like the biggest tip-off to that. And uh, it was just a really interesting way to open it. And he did that with BVS, too. You saw things from Bruce Wayne's side. Well, now this one, you're seeing it from, like, Bruce Wayne and Wonder Woman. Walking out of the theater of the original film, we all kind of felt... It's off. Oh, it's hell yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. There's not shit here. We saw stuff in the trailer that didn't end up in the film. So walking out of the theater, if you have a basic IQ, you're going to be understanding that like this isn't the final cut. And then after all the shit came out, you know, you, you find out that they butchered the film. Joss Whedon switched a bunch of shit. Um, and WB just really did a really bad... Uh, 
Edward Scissorhands to the movie. Hack job. They, they hacked it, man. They they, yeah. they fucked it all up. Um, but but apparently they were trying to take the original vision and going into their own make things making sense for their own agenda, right? Yeah, yeah. They wanted it to kind of be this cookie cutter, happy go lucky, marvelized justice league marvelized is that a word yeah man they marvelized it dude marvelized. Did i they like not? The, i like the word i don't like the meaning though did they not marvelize it yeah or they tried to yeah the original anyway i think they tried to uh they tried to make it more of a more poppy more more of a marvel film and they said there's an equation that works if we apply it to justice league it's going to be a success and those are the movies that I really don't like. I think normies, normal people that sit down and watch a film, I think they are entertained by a film that has five genres of film in it. Yeah. Uh, there's always got to be some comedy. Yeah. There's comedy. always got to be some romance. There's always got to be some drama. A little bit. There might be some suspense. Yeah. There's got to be that action shot. I don't like that. This movie has all of that if you, if you yeah. want it. If you want it. And that's what I think when I think of Marvelized. Yeah. You Marvelize it. It's what they did with Star Wars. You got to shove a little bit of every... It's like slicing off a little bit of every genre So that you keep film. everybody happy, right? So you get a wider audience. Yeah. More people are happy with it. I'm going to be happy because the action scenes. Uh, Mrs. might be happy because of the romance. Uh, whatever. Zack Snyder's Justice League is very niche, bro. If you're a fan of the characters and Justice League and Superman and Batman and all the... And telling of arcs, that's the movie for you. If and you really want to see some meat behind the potatoes, Zack Snyder's Justice League is for you. Before we start breaking down like the final version of, of, of the Snyder Cut, um, the original film, did you, in how long, um, did you think there was a Snyder Cut for oh, all these years? And, but because I know, I want to talk about this before we get into the movie. I want yeah. to talk about this build-up, this hashtag. Oh, the uh, movement. The movement, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to talk about this. The fandom, right? Um, the the millions. Others would oh, others would say the Snyder cult. Oh God! Right? And Are I'm gonna you... I, I, I'm going to say this right off the bat. Is this toxic? Is this to a lot of people might not like the things I'm going to say, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I I've known from day one that they're somewhere in the universe lies. When will it be released? I don't know. There had to be. Of the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Zack Snyder is known for doing director's cuts. Yeah. Um, Zach saw it with BVS, right? Uh, he had the Ultimate Edition. Even back Way in the, better. Even back in the day, there was a little something <clears throat> called uh, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yeah. When it came out, on, I have it on Blu-ray, there's a director's cut. Hell good. And is it as different? As you know, something like the Snyder Cut. No, but Zack Snyder is known for director's cuts and and just releasing it when it comes to home video, yeah, uh, VHS. Something when a little comes, extra. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they God. always add some extra in. But, 4K Blu-ray, bruh. Um, shit, mind trip. You mind said, well, did I know oh. that there was a Snyder Cut? So, how long for you personally did it take to accept it? Because it was four long years. Oh yeah, bro. And the Snyder uh, Cut. It was a very small movement. And then supposedly, I'll use air quotes, it got real big. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. It, but we'll get into how <laughs> actually huge it it, it it was. We'll talk about that or is um, towards the end of the show. But um, 
for you, what was that experience like? Yeah, man. Uh, so much like you, I was in the theaters, uh, saw the whole film, walked out. I bought a shit ton of seats for me and my family and my friends, and we all went. Everybody expecting Justice League. Great film. Walked out of there. Everybody was kind of like looking at each other. We were all kind of conversating. We were like, what the fuck was that, bro? What, what, what was that? I turned to my friend Michael. I was like, I was like, he was like, Batman sucked. Big Batman fan, by the way. He was like, Batman sucked. Turned to my brother. We're both big Superman fans. Like, that wasn't it. And it just didn't sit right. Now, I didn't know that, oh, yeah, there's for sure, 100%, there's a Justice League Snyder Cut out there. Didn't even know the name, right? But I was like, that couldn't have been it. Something went wrong. Because yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't following like, oh, Zack Snyder left and they brought in. I had heard a little something like that. I think the one thing that I hit, did hear for sure was they brought in Danny Alfman to do the score. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, you know. Um, a DC veteran. I was like, yeah, that's tight. He probably added a little something to it, right? I was like, we're definitely probably going to hear the little Batman. Dun, 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 dun. And I was like, that's cool. It's a touch on nostalgia. I was like, that's fine. Um but after seeing the movie and not really seeing much of that, and I was just like, mm. but then fast forward a couple of months, you know, um, you start to see people using this hashtag release the Snyder cut. It was a you while. Know? Hashtag Snyder cut. Hashtag release. There were some people, I think even the night after, I think that was when like the first like couple people who were like, yeah, I want to see this. Actually went out there and tweeted that. Um, for me personally, though, it was probably a couple months. Um, but once I was on that train, and I have a bunch of posts that I can go back and be like, yeah, see, I was like one of the few people who was like, release the Snyder Cut, release the Snyder Cut. Because for me, I was like, if there's something out there that's more than what I got, because I was disappointed. If there's something out there, then, well, yeah, I want to see it. Because what we got versus what we had previously man of steel and bvs it just didn't match it didn't it didn't add up and like a lot of people i was like well what are we missing mm -hmm. i wanted to see superman in the black suit yeah that was the one thing that hinted the whole movie black suit superman that is the rebirth of the superman rebirth, baby the whole arc and you're gonna miss the opportunity to put a live action black suit superman on the screen when you literally did the death of Superman, that shit that you got to capitalize on. I don't care what studio, what company, whatever. Stick to the story material and capitalize it on it. It shows you how, uh, to me, and it shows it. me how out of touch a lot of these executives and producers really are with the, um, the source content. Material. The source material. Yeah. yeah. It shows you how out of touch these people are. Yeah. Sitting around their little fucking table. Don't even with know their millions shit about their fucking dollars. And, and they're sitting there bouncing ideas off each other like complete fucking morons. And, and they will always edge. They will always edge towards what is more marketable and what can hit a, a larger, wider audience. The mass consumer. That's what they're concerned about. The dollars, the money. And At the end of the day, it's a business the decision. The one thing, um, way I'm talking way before uh, there was even announced a Justice League movie. I've been a Zack Snyder fan since Dawn of the Dead, really. 
Um, that I, was the first uh, Zack Snyder film that I saw. That really captured me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, this dude can direct. Yeah. And uh, and then going on to, I'm one of the only people that I know, I love Sucker Punch. I love yeah. Watchmen. Watchmen, I, man. I love 300. I think 300 was the first. Isn't 300 before Dawn of the Dead? I could be wrong. It, it, yeah, they... Maybe but that was the 300s. first one that I saw was Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. That I knew it was a Zack Snyder film. And, and I was like, oh, shit. The okay. way that he creates uh, just his vision of film, I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Um, and what he did with Man of Steel. What That's he, where I fell I didn't, in love. I didn't like it for That's a long time. That's where I time. fell in love. And we talked a lot about Man it Steel. on the, the, the Superman episode. But, yeah. Um, Batman v Superman was epic, and in and, and the way that he, he puts his spin on his... See, he, the one thing that I know Zack Snyder has that most of these other directors and producers don't have is a vision. Yeah. You, you got plans, and, man. and I know this is... I don't know exactly what it is, but it's like, dude, you can't tell a story of a character unless you know how the story ends. I know there's a certain saying for that or something. You have to visualize the character end, end the whole arc before, yeah, before you can start telling me a story. Because yeah. if not, then you, where the fuck are you going? Yeah, and that's what a lot of these Marvel films have. It, is if you go back and watch it, they're they're time pieces and they're entertaining because they're a bunch of different genres. But at the end of the day, they're very thin with character development. In my in, in my opinion, they're very thin and. Because they didn't really, like the Marvel execs, they didn't really know where they wanted this story to go. To go with a lot of the characters. Now, since it's big, obviously they have up like a five, ten year, they have a roadmap. Yeah. Right? Zack Snyder had a roadmap when Marvel was just like, oh, they didn't know, oh, we're going to do this character and this character. Well, how do we merge these worlds and how do we create this universe? Zack Snyder already had a vision for his Snyder verse. Yeah. He was world building from the beginning, man. From the beginning. It's been since you see Man of Steel, there's Easter eggs, there's world building, there's characters, dead Kryptonians and ships that we still don't even know who that is. Open Kryptonian ships that is like, hey, there might be another one on Earth somewhere. Mm-hmm. If you know anything, you might know who that is. Yeah. No answer to it though, but it's world building, man. It's having mm-hmm. a plan. At this point in time, in case we want to go there, we can. And that's what he did, even in Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League. He built the shit out of this world. Did it take four hours? Yeah. But that's the time it takes to tell the story that you need to tell. He's introducing like four new, five, six new characters in this film. It's the introduction of Flash, introduction of Aquaman, Cyborg, uh, Darkseid, Sod, Steppenwolf, he is introducing a shit ton of characters in this one movie, and they're like, nah, hour and 57 minutes. Wasn't Suicide Squad the introduction of Flash? Or Suicide Squad? He wasn't. Well, see, but this is the- before Justice League? Yes. So it does take place before Justice League. And those characters were also in BVS. They had little snippets. They were, they were, well, they were yeah, there. That's true. Yeah. BVS did kind of start it and with see, the little And see, that was all programs. like the world building, right? Because yeah. it's like, hey, they exist in this world. But now it's the introduction of them. We have names to the characters, right? We we know, okay, well, that's Barry Allen. You know, that's uh, Cyborg. That's Bruce Wayne is Batman. And, and so we have this world building, these characters interacting with each other. And that's going to take time on the screen to develop and then go into the next film. That's when you can really have fun is after all the characters are introduced, you can go into the next film. Yeah. 
break shit. And that's always the thing, man. You introduce them in the first one, throw them into, uh, much like Empire Strikes Back, throw them into the worst possible situation ever, and then bring them out in the end. Justice League 2 and 3, baby. So before we get even, like I said, before yeah, we no, even get into get the there, episodes, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> save the actual uh, lusting over the, 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 the actual film and the, and, and the movie uh, towards the end. But uh, there's so much to unpack with this entire story of the Snyder Cut, right? We have the small, the small dominoes in the beginning that basically carved a path for just incomplete insanity. So there's so much behind the scenes like drama with this entire project 100 yeah, uh yeah. you have you have uh people coming out uh like uh, ray fisher and talking about how there was like this uh i, I don't know i guess gross malpractice um Between, treatment on set yeah uh um, multiple character multiple uh actors characters in the movie have said stuff about the one director yeah. who they brought in to finish the film mm-hmm allegations investigations uh, i know some of the recent ones i've heard is uh he uh joss whedon actually threatened gal gadot's career said that i will literally end, end you your career unless you say the lines that i want you to do i can make you as wonder woman look like shit, shit in this on, film yeah how are you going to say that about no, I guess that's upcoming al- That's actress. an allegation, right? We don't know it to be 100% That's what true. she said. Yeah. We, we don't know any side of Joss Whedon because he hasn't come out and said anything yeah. about all this stuff, which just fuels the fire even more. Well, I think that's a good thing, right? Because pro- <laughs> there probably will be some investigations. But no apology, no nothing, no like, oh, okay, you know, at this time I was wrong or yeah. I shouldn't have done this. And I well the Nothing. thing the one Just thing I do want to like silence. highlight on that is you gotta realize, dude, and I think a lot of these people, and I'm not saying everyone in Hollywood is a piece of shit, but I'm saying that everyone in Hollywood are. is a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. From the actors to directors to executive producers. You you can't sit here and think that these directors are these fucking angels. Yeah. Right? Um, we've heard thing. We've heard Mel Gibson on set. We've heard yeah. uh, uh, who is the uh, this the Batman dude? Uh, oh, um, Christian Bale. We've heard Christian Bale yeah. on set. We've heard Tom Cruise on set. <laughs> They're absolute fucking egotistical. We've heard uh, Russell Crowe. We've yeah. heard a lot of these actors and these producers. They are pieces of shit. There's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that have happened for years and hundreds of years on sets that nobody talks about, right? But we're getting to this age to where as soon as you disrespect someone or you rub someone the wrong way, well, it's going to the internet. It's going to the internet. And and, and that's what is happening. And, the, and a lot of people have voices now. So they can say, oh, so-and-so wronged me, just like Ray Fisher did. Mm-hmm. He said, I was treated this way. This is not the way that society works anymore. So I have my story. Yeah. Right? That's what's happening. So you get to that point where you kind of got to watch what you say now. You can't say a lot of things. You can't do a lot of things. You can't treat people the way you're probably used to treating you're, you're them. You're saying I, I can't be uh, I can't have a last name like Weinstein and be like, oh, pretty girl, you want to roll in this movie? Suck me up. You, you definitely can't just shoot scenes of people's feet anymore, man. Like Quentin Tarantino, he just gives every movie foot fetish. You can't, you can't be like, um, um, shit. 
I forgot his name, but uh, he's a piece of shit. I don't know. They're all of them. But the thing is, you can't expect these people to be nice. And I think that more, like exactly what you described, that's only going to happen more, right? We oh, have yeah. The, we have the 100%. Me Too movement about the, the, the forced sexuality in Hollywood. Um, you, you know, I think over the next couple of generations, you're going to see a lot more discussing sexual shit that comes out of Hollywood. But um, for people now... People have lives. They have opinions. They have feelings. They have all these things that they can literally just get on the internet and tweet about. And you can get in trouble for and and now you had like this um complete yin and yang for these uh actors uh for their for their their journey on set basically they worked with zach who they were all very fond of everyone yeah. on set says zach's a very good guy everybody and, loves working with him man. yeah and it's crazy. uh he's very passionate and everything like that and that's so cool and then you, you they had like this other experience with this Marvelized director, yeah. this Buffy the Vampire motherfucker. See, I grew up watching a lot of like behind the scenes documentaries on George Lucas and how he did filmmaking. And George Lucas, much like Zack Snyder, I believe, is very interested in the story. When George Lucas was making Star Wars, he didn't care about the studio, he just wanted to direct his film, make his movie, and get it out there. He paid for Star Wars to be made, basically. Much like Zack Snyder, he's very much like, I want to make the film that I want to make, and I don't want anyone to interrupt it because I have a vision, like you said, and whatever I got to do, I'm going to do to get it out there. Zack Snyder's Justice League, he didn't make anything initially extra off of what uh, any proceeds that are coming from this film. He didn't get paid for it, bro. And that says something to me. That says something about... And the difference between Zack and other Hollywood uh, directors... Um, you think is, you think somebody would have done this movie for no pay? Finish it and put it out there? Well, Zach's, Zach's very much about his finished product and his art. Like, he wants his it to art. be a full... A yeah. full... A full uh, you know, he wants to paint the whole canvas. He's he an artist. He doesn't want to leave the canvas have blank spots. He wants to. He's an artist, and that's what I think. That's a big difference between Zach and over the years. If you watch his films compared to other Hollywood films, uh, those years that it was coming out, if you sit there and compare like his catalog to a lot of other people's catalog that are just mainly about like blockbusters, summer blockbuster movies or whatever. Um, basically, you can watch once or twice and forget about mm -hmm. uh, Zach Snyder's. Uh, I guarantee you, like almost every one of his films, they're timeless. Yeah, and there's a difference between people who make art um, that is, it's designed for a flare, flares flare up and then they go out. Yeah, uh, Zach is all about <clears throat> making art that the film will be relevant today and a hundred years from now. It's called standing the test of time, my friend. And that's the difference. That's the difference. I think with Zack Snyder and the the idea that when he wants to create this world and he has this vision. And he's so passionate about it is because he has investment with these characters. He's invested with these characters because he cares about these characters. He's like a fan, bro. It's, it's like a fan film. Anytime he gets behind the lens, directs, it's like a fan film. Because he's willing to put the passion, the care, the devotion into whatever he's making. Because he cares about the characters. He cares about the story. And there's not a lot of people just like Josh Sweden who don't give a shit about it. 
He's like, oh, paycheck? Oh, okay. Yeah, I can make this movie. I think at the end of the day, it's, it. it's a paycheck, dude. That's it. That's just, that's, yeah. And that just sucks. And you can see it. You can see the difference in films when they make it because it's the script that they got set with or blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, it just sucks. So even when things aren't as good, but when there's passion involved, I'm down to enjoy 100% it. better. Go back and watch the original Justice League. Then go back and watch Zack Snyder's Justice League, and you'll see exactly what we're talking about. And I'm pretty sure that the, the, the main fan base, uh, they've done that. Yeah. They've, they've sat there and compared the two. Yeah, I haven't at least watched the people com- behind the movement. After a couple weeks now that the movie's been out, we've yeah. seen it a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't watched, I haven't sat down outside of me and you sitting down and doing it like that we said earlier. Night, yeah. I haven't sat down and watched like videos to say, oh, this is a difference. Because I kind of have wrapped my yeah. brain around yeah. it all. And I don't think I will. I honestly don't think I'll go back and watch this version. I don't, those, there's never ever a reason to watch the no, original version. No, it just, it doesn't do anything for the characters and the story. And that's one thing that me personally, I want to get your take on is, uh, a lot of the characters that I want to talk about is some of the like key differences because I know before this I don't think you were a big fan of the cyborg character. There was I, no, there was nothing there. There wasn't a lot there, but I did. Not not the actor, but no, the character. No, I, I, Ray Fisher's fine. I, I, I'm saying like I uh, the thing that's fun, the funniest thing about this whole thing with the Snyder Cut is there are some scenes that I love. <laughs> from the, from the original League. yes what scenes are those um well you know what they are <laughs> i love the very end where flash tell the people josh tell the people where flash and superman go to race just because it's comically canon i know it's the it's, animated series right it's one of my favorite scenes from the superman animated series and it's just a cool callback i can't stand and i still say that that that, that suit that new Superman suit, the blue one with the little abs and everything, and, and, and the white, the the white. <laughs> Are you gonna say that's better than the black suit? No, I'll I destroy hate you it. right oh, now. No, no, I no, will no. Just, I will. That suit is disgusting. But the thing Thank is, you. that black yeah. suit is literally the same exact suit. It has a little highlight. Of course, yeah, but, um, but you can't it, see it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that scene, I loved, and. Uh, shit what was the other scene uh, tell us josh what are the scenes that you love from the justice league uh, what was it because i know it's not the me. beginning it'll come to me um there's, no no there's not a lot man uh, well a- i do like the parademon scene um on the rooftop with batman that was some 89 vibes the rooftop with the it water just didn't tower. make sense it just didn't make sense because that even it was okay at, at the end of that right so batman just used the little the little uh thief to call the parademon right and then what does batman do at the end he just like dips and this person who was just robbing this building batman didn't tie him up and you know leave him for the police or anything he just left him standing on a rooftop i was just like okay bye he had he had bigger things to, to deal with but you tell uh, me he can't wrap his fucking battering around his feet and i have a fat leave him <laughs> leave him hanging like spider-man yeah, i mean he could have they, they, why why do that though they, they don't want to try he's man. a thief <laughs> he's a thief and batman is about justice no i'm talking about why would they why would they do all that when they could uh, yeah because they don't care about the movie because they don't care about the movie um the uh, still make no sense that's what i'm trying to say man yeah 
Don't make any sense. There was a couple scenes. I do. I I will probably get killed for this. I do. I did enjoy the. I did enjoy the the line of um, the whole. Do you bleed? Oh my! I know God. a lot of people don't okay. like that. Okay. Do you? <laughs> oh no, he's. It's definitely even, cringe. It's definitely I cringe. I can't, bro. The way they did that was super cringe. It's super cringe, but I do like the 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 response. <laughs> I can't even do it. You won't can't let me it. live. <laughs> you won't let me die. die. <laughs> the the line is good, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe the delivery is not. Uh, it's lacking, but uh, the line is good. But the visuals are just so horrible that yeah. yeah. But um, there are a few view, a few scenes that didn't make it into the Snyder Cut, and I didn't realize how some of them. I was like, "Oh wow, it's interesting to say, like, oh wow, that was a, I like that, and that was a Joss, a Joss Whedon scene." And a lot of them that were were like alternate takes on that same scene yeah. from like a different angle or something. You know, those were the slightest differences. It's like, oh. It was that same line, but it went a little longer. Mm-hmm. Or you know, uh, like the whole Batman with Aquaman in the in the beginning in, in the snow um, at like the little tavern thing yeah, yeah. when he puts him up against the wall. Well, in Justice League, he pulls out like a wad of cash, and that's not even in Justice League's version. Mm. He pulls out the cash, and the little girl scoops it up. I do love when Aquaman walked out, and they had the natives singing. Yeah. Yeah, that that was really interesting. So basically, this movie added, like you said, two hours of composition, right? A a lot of backstory, and and that's what a lot of people are saying is like, and that was the big question was at the at okay, they're doing all this. Zack Snyder did all this. He released his question. He what? Josh, that was your big question, right? Like, what more can there be? Right. Well, not that is like okay. At the end of this film, what direction is this story going to change? What like direction? at the end of, at the at the end of the film, oh, baby. what's gonna be different? There's a lot, man. There is, but overall, it's kind of the same road to well, so, dark side. So, right? so so Justice League ended with Superman being Superman, and that's the end of the day, right? And, and Flash and Superman racing. Everybody ends yeah. happy go lucky. Oh, we're racing. Yeah. Um, this one. It ends with, holy shit, there's a dark side out there. Dark side is going to boom tube any minute into the Batcave and kill Lois. And then we got this nightmare sequence where everybody is like, shit, Dude, Superman's evil. I could not believe they showed uh, they showed them like from the... Oh, I couldn't believe they did the whole... Like when they killed them. Dude. I, I, I was so surprised they showed that. You see the Omega Beams? He kills Aquaman with his own trident, bro. <laughs> it's 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 That's heavy. Epic. That's epic. It's heavy. <laughs> it's so good. But anyways, but at, 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 the, at, at the end of it all, uh, this was a, a big journey, a long journey, a long journey for fans. Oh, yeah, man. Um, I was one of them. And, and, you know, a lot of people use social media as this uh, to reach out to the Warner Brother gods. It's right? a tool, man. To the Mount Olympus, the Warner Brother water tower. We just want, we just want and justice. And a maniac. <laughs> we just want justice, man. You want justice, justice for Justice League. So... There was a lot, and the drama just continues and continues with this story. It was all this stuff happening, and then you have the fans. You had we the fans. We just caught in the middle, man. We just caught in the middle. And I do criticize a lot about this stuff, but at the end of the day, 
I actually supported. Uh, I knew it was coming. I just didn't know when or how. But I knew in my heart. We all knew it. And you, you gotta be pretty stupid. You had to be a Marvelized to realize that <laughs> it wasn't gonna come out. But uh, there's a lot of people who said it wasn't, man. But go the, on record and say that. But the um, there's a lot. I actually financially supported. Oh yeah. A very very early. We won't say any names, but a very very early. Um, thing for release the Snyder Cut and, yeah. and back when it was like I think uh, it was uh, Comic Con yeah I had yeah, a plane yeah. co- flyover yeah. and everything release the Snyder Cut and I think you even called into uh, Warner Brothers right yeah, yeah 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 we called into Warner Dang, Brothers Dang, Josh been a fan of the Snyder Cut since the beginning yeah but um, once it started massing in popularity I was just like dude it just wasn't my fight to, it wasn't my fight. Um, I always knew it was coming. I was excited. Like I said, we're watching it the moment it yeah, comes out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And DC is 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 the best. And uh, and it was it was there, but in my heart, I just knew like it wasn't gonna change much. I was wrong. Damn. But yeah, um, man. my thing is the there was a lot of drama with the social media fandom. Yeah. Um. The 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 movement was uh, said to be toxic. They were threatening people. And you know why everybody says it's toxic? It's because all the fandoms were fighting with each other, right? They were yes. fighting who, like, who's right, who's wrong, who has info, who has the scoop, right? There are all the scoopers out there. Oh, I just got this from Zach himself, and this is what's coming in. Oh, no, so-and-so is Green Lantern. And, and it, became, uh, it became this giant battle and it really was a whole marvel versus dc yeah right so any marvel fan was like keep dreaming losers yeah and then dc fans were like fuck you like you're a fucking marvel fanboy like they've been marvelized and it was this whole (laughs) sega nintendo console wars yeah the the snyder wars (laughs) (laughs) and it was a comic book war of fandoms and uh i think uh, when you analyze it the the dc fans uh, well, they do say DC is a little bit more for adults, but we they won at the end of the day, bro. It's <laughs> yeah. here. Um, but they were a little bit toxic. Well, we could all kind of see that. There and, was harassment going on. And I on. feel like the people who were, because there, there are people in the, in, in, the ra- in the fandom who probably harassed people who, I think they just lost sight of, like, at the end of the day, it's the whole reason why we're tweeting, restore the Snyderverse, hashtag release the Snyder Cut is. Because we want to see what Zach in initially intended, right? We mm-hmm. just want the story that we kind of saw in the Comic-Con trailer that was like, hey, this is coming. We didn't get that, so obviously we felt robbed. We were like, well, we just want to see this. At the end of the day, we did. And I always knew that that was coming because, I, I, of course, I, I tweeted that stuff. But I stayed on the quiet side of, like, I didn't get into all the drama and hoopla and uh, I I bought my T-shirt silently. I posted it. You know, I'll be in the gym. Uh, restore the Snyderverse. Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Um, supporting. And I was like, I, and I told you multiple times, I was like, I really don't care about any of that because at the end of the day, I'm going to get to watch it and own it and put it physically on my shelf and replace this little bitch right here. <laughs> put it on my shelf and say, that's the film that I wanted to see for four years. I got it. Replace it like a mustache. Replace that. Yeah. CGI that film out of here. (laughs) 
Um, and I'm yeah. gonna put it on my shelf, man. And, and that's cool. And and, and, and see and see, I want to get into that before. Like I say, we'll leave the we'll leave the critique of the film until the end. But I really want to to dive before we get into that of this whole uh, phenomenon of hashtags yeah. and the power of social media. Honestly, I will say there is some sort of little power. There is some like little like leeway or. Of course, there's the illusion of power. And that's what I want to talk there's, about. There's a lot of illusion of power, but then there is sort of... Because if, every, you had, if you had nobody coming out and tweeting, restore the Snyderverse or re- release the Snyder Cut, if nobody ever did that, it wouldn't even be a conversation. Cause it that, would still come out. Uh, it would have still came out. Maybe years from now. I don't think it would have came out at the same time, in the same way. And I, even Zach has said that. And Zach's been working on this since he... Oh, came yeah. back it's, from his family it's, loss. It's been in it's been in his computer. He's been slowly working on this. Yeah. We can you can go back to old images of Jason Momoa at Zack Snyder's house. Yeah, and he's showing years him. ago. You're talking about mm-hmm. like I think a year after the official release. This has been being worked on this whole time. Anybody following the pulse, Zack yeah. Snyder's pulse, I think anybody following the pulse knew. Remember way back in the day, know, Zach man. released uh, images of Mara on the beach? Yeah. The black and he white? He already had the, the footage. That was so it's long there. ago. So we all knew it was it being worked It just needed on. to be pieced together. The the visuals needed to get finished. Some of the CGI, you know. some It just, it's like a puzzle piece. You just need to put all the puzzles together and call it done. So the the illusion of power. And I think we're where there is any source of power, like we all knew it's being worked on. Anybody yep. with their ear to the ground. Uh, Zack Snyder was working on it uh, after he came back from his loss. Uh, anybody that knew, knew. But where there is that power source, right? Where it's somewhere out there in the energy, power will always give the illusion of power. Of course. And people will find a sense of power. They'll they, find a sense they of power. They feel empowered by saying, hey, mm-hmm. I got this movie at the uh, end of the day. What and, else can I get? And uh, right? we talked about this when we talked about <clears throat> Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. And I think that was one of the very, uh, one of the earlier, uh, and I think it was still at the same, around the same time, I think, of uh, release the Snyder Cut. Yeah, it was going it was on while it was happening. Kind of, mm-hmm. But it was the whole, not. I don't even know what the hashtag was for Sonic, but it was like, not was. my Sonic. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. so basically, there's this community of people on social media, on Twitter, that are using hashtags to basically tell these multi-billion dollar film companies in Hollywood what they want. What they want. Yeah. And I've said it on the on the show before. These... They tried to bully them into changing the design. Yeah. yeah. And then Sonic did change his design yeah we've talked about it i think it was marketing i think there was a Could false have been a sense of power yeah given to the fans well it's smart bro let them believe that they're in control right oh it's yeah smart. oh it's yeah smart. yeah but as today everyone says it's a win for the fans a win for the release of snyder cut movement the, the, i say the, it is the collection of people that did that and yeah it it's is out a, there it is a win yeah but my question <laughs> and i want to ask anybody listening is do you truly believe that this only came out because people on twitter put hashtag to a multi-billion dollar conglomerate fucking company that could give a fuck less what you think do you truly believe 
the fans did this. And and I know you you'll grab people and, and be like, oh, Zach said the fans did this. Thank you guys for believing in me. Of course, yeah. But I'll tell you Which from day did. one, I'm gonna get dangerous. Ooh, dangerous. I truly believe that there was always a roadmap for this to come out. And I think you kind of touched on it. Yeah, it might have been later. We got it four years. It got pushed pretty fast. Yeah. The company saw, obviously, they literally, the company trained their fucking phone people mm-hmm. to have a script to any time because there was massive amounts of people calling Warner Brothers. I sending was one flowers, of them. sending pictures, sending all kinds of things. Right? I think um, letters just demanding the, the Snyder Cut. Was it an old article, or it just happened the other day? There was a fucking car driving around the studios. Yeah, they mm-hmm. had to call the cops on something about the air cut. And see, yeah. now the Trojan horse is here. Hell yeah! The hashtag. Go get him. The hashtag, right? Release the air cut. I want. I'm sorry, man. Okay. I want to see Jerry so, Leto in a bigger role. Then as give him the another movie, man. Yeah, give him another should. movie. And, they should. And they are. It's. A I jo- think he showed in the Snyder Cut that he deserves it. Apparently, there's a Joker and Harley Quinn movie coming, and they confirmed it's a comedy. No. Yes. No, don't give me that bullshit. See. Give me. See. Give me real Joker and, we're gonna, and real Harley. Don't give me this Marvelized bullshit. And we're That's gonna what talk I'm about, about the future of DC Fuck at the end of the that episode. Shit. Get. Get all that out of here. So, okay. okay Restore anyways. the Snyderverse. Give me more of that. Yes or no to the question. Do you believe the hashtag made this happen? Not just the hashtag. No. I believe it was just like to anything. It was the fuel that lit the flame. It helped it along. It pushed the narrative. But that was always going to be the thing. thing that happened. It was always going to be the thing. As long as somebody wanted to make it happen, it was going to happen. Whether Zack did it on his own, 20 years from now, just like they did Richard Donner's cut of Superman um, 2, right? The sure. Richard Donner cut. Um, it was always going to happen. <laughs> but what I'm saying is... is It was the, it was the oil on the cogs. The, the studio Grease was the able to see, okay, there is an interest in this. So maybe we can do it sooner rather than later. Because, hey, maybe we can capitalize on this. Put it on our new streaming service, which doesn't really have anything right now. Oh, we're in a pandemic. Hmm. What can we go into the bag and pull out and be like, here, here's something. In the meantime, while y'all wait for Godzilla versus Kong and Mortal Kombat to come out in theaters. Funny how theaters are opened up like two weeks after the Snyder Cut came out, right? Yeah. And they were just like, oh yeah, Godzilla's in theaters though. We'll talk come about break it. box office records, we'll Godzilla. T- yeah. <laughs> Kaiju breaking box office records and breaking HBO records, baby. Where, where them box office we'll records at for the Snyder Cut? We'll talk about Godzilla in, in one Where's of the next the episodes. Where's the Snyder Cut at the at, at the movie theaters? I want to see it at the drive-in. Yeah, we I want to see it at the movie theaters. We didn't man. even get to see it at the drive-in. That's some bullshit because it's an exclusive right now. Two. Well, I guarantee you, Zack Snyder's Justice League will come to a theater for a select show. Just wait till they uh, put it on Blu-ray. So then, then you're gonna actually have some numbers that they can't suppress, so, right? Because they're not gonna in control of those numbers. So you talking about this fucking number suppression? Billion dollar conglomerate. Looking, Fuck WB. Look, give me more movies though. Looking, uh, <laughs> looking uh, down at all the uh, the hashtags. Uh, release the Snyder cut. I just think they shady, man. They're of course shady. they are. They're Hollywood, bro. This yeah. is the thing. Quit, quit idolizing these Hollywood losers, it's just, it's dude. Just fucked up. It's Watch the movie shady. and move on. 
Yeah. That's what I do. Watch yeah. a fucking yeah. movie and move on with your damn life. And I did. Quit fucking up. The, the, and now we're here talking about it. People fucking worship these people. <laughs> but the thing is, um, do you, Kneel do before. You, <laughs> kneel before. <laughs> um, Snoochie's boochies. So, do you think that Warner Brothers would Okay, so, what was the original movie to make? It was like $150 million, right? And then Warner Brothers gave... I, I, it could be wrong. It could be $200 million. I think it was $150 million, Something like that. And then Warner Brothers gave Zack Snyder another $50 million Probably. To or finish like it. maybe even 70 Oh, something like that. Yeah, in some, the ballpark. And uh, so he finished money, it man. with that. Yeah. And uh, do you think... I want to talk. start getting into the future. numbers and... Yeah. Do you think that Warner Brothers thought it was going to be better than it it did because honestly like right now i don't they haven't released the numbers i don't believe but i don't think there's no official number for how much the snyder cut was streamed viewed and they always they well they have been comparing it to godzilla versus kong which came out like a week later it's like it's like bruh like what see and that's wb trying to say hey forget about that and look over here don't worry about this. Well, they got a movie every month for the whole year. Yeah, but, but okay. The, well, there was a like a month. And Snyder Cut was month one of those. Between Godzilla and Kong and yeah. uh, Mortal Kombat, right? There was yeah. like a month. And Tom and Jerry. Time, time, then, time to give it its own like Space little. Jam. Its own little thing. Every movie gets one month. <laughs> How about the leak on Tom and Jerry? If you turned on Tom and Jerry, you got to see the opening minutes of Snyder Cut. How that happened? Yeah, I don't know. But do you think Warner Brothers? It was a success for Warner Brothers, and I want to talk to you. I want to talk about as far as streaming. I do think. I do think a lot of people tuned in to watch the Snyder Cut so much, and uh, I think it's Asia, or or it might have been China that some some of their servers crashed. The servers went down while people were watching it. Um, so that just tells me there's a, a a flood of people trying to watch something. It didn't happen here in America, um, so I can't speak on that. But I do know. They came out and they were like, oh, you guys crashed the servers, which is pretty fucking cool. So I don't want to beat around the bush. I just want to say... Was it a success? Do you believe with the Snyder Cut and everything that happened with it and them releasing on HBO, do you believe that they thought, if this does really good, we're going to continue the Snyderverse? I don't think or WB do think, thought about that at do all. Do you think it was no. just like, we're just going to knock this out there and yeah. we've already set course? Much like much way. like people just putting out bullshit content, they were just like, "Yeah, we're gonna put out this episode, and we focused on other episodes. We're not gonna care about this one in the future. We're just gonna keep putting out trash, and people will watch it." And like birds of prey, yeah, trash. Yeah. But see, they're not ex- they're not counting on Snyder Cut to do good. They want it to fail so that they can be like, "See, we gave you Justice League. You should have liked this." But in the off chance that this movie does fucking amazing, then they can be like, see, we care about you. But has it? I think it's done good. I, uh, honestly, I don't know any of the numbers. There's a bunch of reports from everywhere, a bunch saying different things. And much like all the noise and the talk from before, I'm not paying attention to it because I don't care. Because at the end of the day, 
I watch my movie and go home. Boom. And that's why I want to move on to the movie because at the end of the day, I don't give a shit about any I, of that. I really don't care about numbers, how much it made. All I cared about is how I reacted to it, Bruh. watching it with you. Bro. And, and it was it, emotional. It was very emotional because, it was beautiful. like I said about Zack Snyder, like Zack puts passion and love into these characters, I too am emotionally attached to these comic book characters because they have been characters that have been a part of my life since I've been able to read. Seeing the rebirth of Superman in the black suit, man. That's the one thing. I even I went out in public and said, that's all I want to see. Yeah. Well, you got it. I got it, it man. And, I got it. That's and, all I wanted. Superman in the black suit. Give it to me. But yeah, like the going forward... And there's this whole hashtag, continue the Snyderverse, right? Or was it a restore? Restore. restore. I'm sorry. Another, I'm sorry. Another read. I'm not a hashtagger, really. Uh, but uh, uh, hashtag, uh, continue the Monsterverse. I like into the Snyderverse, but that's just, you know, that's so, just me. So um, Zack Snyder did lay out a roadmap of the second and third film in an interview. And, and I want to talk about that before we dive into the movie itself is he talked a lot about um, big main points of the film, big chunks of it, big yeah. chunks. And <laughs> I'll just tell you basically uh, Superman and Lois have a son <laughs> name him Bruce because the whole idea of the movie is Dark side goes into the Batcave. Boom tubes into the Batcave, yeah. Kills Lois Lane, and Batman hesitates. Thus, Lois, Lois is the key. Yep. And basically, and Batman hesitates. Full circle, yeah. And so... Instead of sacrificing himself, he hesitates. Lois gets sacrificed. And thus, the nightmare sequence. Evil Superman succumbs to the anti-life equation, and... So in that wake, history. in the wake of it, uh, at the end of the at the end of the trilogy, basically of Justice League one, two, and three, uh-huh. Zack Snyder's vision, um, they have a baby, name him Bruce, and the baby Bruce of Superman and Lois becomes Batman. Yeah, because after Batman is dead, there's no other Batman. Because in this in this universe, Robin has already been killed, right, by right Jared now. Leto's Joker. That t- that sounds terrible. That's the point. There, there's more to it. You can re- go go read the the interview or watch it or whatever it is. But they're also on storyboards. That's what I don't like. They're I on don't storyboards. like that. That's um, the entire big arc. Um, at one point, yes, that was like word for word, storyboard by storyboard. Those were his uh, his plans for his Justice League two and three. Now he has also said that he has alternate storyboards yes he did say that, that. he is not showing anyone because yeah. those other ones are on display in the Zack snyder's justice league museum in texas so it's for anybody to go see and read uh, and well really yeah so that's cool um if it's that i don't want it i don't want it to continue but let's hope it's not i i think parts of that are good which i think is what he's gonna keep not the whole batman and lois or uh, uh superman and lois having a kid whatever. batman's in love with lois lane i don't want to see i think that, that was like That's i weird. think those were like plot point ideas that maybe they were kicking around with but um i think like he, honestly i think he had a lot to think about while he wasn't doing it and now he has like this sort of like retrospect and he's like hmm maybe we'll go this different direction 
And it's really cool because none of that has been like seen or done. So if he wanted to make Justice League 2 from this point on, he could go in a completely different direction and still include Darkseid and Steppenwolf and, or well, Steppenwolf, duh. He ate the bones. He did, did. Um, But Desaad. They canceled the New Gods movie. Yeah. Which I think. Why'd they do that? I think New Gods would have, for an audience, uh, I think New Gods would have been better to come before this movie. Well, yeah. Because we would have cared about Desaad, we would have cared about Darkseid, and we would have cared about Steppenwolf because we would have knew more about their entire uh, story. And it can still work because then you can have it take place before this movie and do that storyline. You could do that. DC canceled it. Yeah. So no New Gods. Maybe they'll do it. Afterwards, so we're not going to get uh, an insight into Dark Side and Apocalypse and not stuff that like that. One. No, unless they're planning on doing a Justice League two and three, and you're going to see that from that movie. So I don't know. basically, at this time, WB just loves to cancel everything, bro. At this time, but they keep shitty ass <coughs> CW shows around, bro. But um, yikes. <clears throat> Yeah, weird, right? It's so weird. WB don't know what they're doing they're, with the properties that they got. Yeah, some of them, hey, but uh, the thing is, going forward, man, I don't see a future, and apparently WB's not moving forward to Snyder Oh, first. really? You don't see the potential of a Zack Snyder's Justice League 2 and 3 when the no. first one kicked ass? Well, no, I do. <laughs> Kill I you. don't see them going in that direction because oh, they no. have stated it's not. Oh, yeah. Well, see, and, and you told me, you were like, yeah, they released the trailer saying that it's the trilogy. And what did I tell the you? The trailer, the trilogy trailer. What did I tell you, man? We've seen these trilogy trailers before, right? Didn't Star Wars have a original trilogy? Wasn't Jurassic Park at one point a trilogy? That's Star Wars, dude. Isn't there a Back to the Future trilogy? There's not another three films. But there could be. Oh my goodness. (laughs) There could always be. Exactly. And that's the potential of saying, hey, you know what? Why stop at just two more films, right? What if we green light a Zack Snyder's Justice League 2, 3, and 4 and just call it a brand new trilogy? I want you to understand this. For him to tell his... So story. if Snyder Cut is over, if yeah, it's, it's over, done. it's done. If 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 that's where it lies today, right? We still have Wonder Woman three. We're getting all kinds of films, right? Do you want to green like that? Yeah, but what Bruh. I'm what I got, I I need to I need everyone to realize is you got to realize Zack Snyder is still the executive producer. Him and his wife, on like all of these, all of well, these DC characters films. and. But stuff don't that they forget, produced. Yeah. Don't forget that means the film is going to be a Zack Snyder film. Zack Snyder and his wife were the executive producers in Wonder Woman 1984. That's just just sick. because they are attached to these other WB movies. Remember, always remember, remember 1984. Oh god, remember, remember, because just because they're attached to it, don't mean it's going to be his vision. Don't mean it's going to be yeah, yeah. It's not going to be a Zack Snyder film. And I think that's just something that we all need to swallow going forward as DC fans, as Snyder fans, because if not, if Wonder Woman 1984 is this next wave of DC films, we have a problem. No, no, I don't accept that. <laughs> My son is going to bury me. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no, bro. If if yeah, if Wonder Woman 1984 is where the DC arc is going without Zack Snyder. But Zack Snyder, that's what I'm saying. He is an executive producer on those. But he has no say. No, he, As he, much as an executive he, producer. Bro, he produced the movie. The movie going to come out with his funding, right? He producing. But he has no say as to what Wonder Woman going to have a shield. Well, or she going to have a tiara. Well, I think Patty <laughs> Jenkins has said. James Wan She's has said. Say. The Aquaman, the Wonder Woman movies are in Zack Snyder's vision. They're they in, are. They're in the. They're the verse. Yeah, they're the, in the universe. They're in this. It's the whole right? Snyderverse that that was their direction. But now apparently they've hit some walls and they have to redirect. The only save all, the only catch, twenty two, is the Flash, dude. Because because of the Flash, you have alternate universes. Right, you have the DC multiverse. Yeah. Which he can. He going to fuck up the timeline, we all know, because Michael Keaton already confirmed that he's going to be in the new Flash movie. So, And like we've talked, that the Snyder Cut is canon with CW. CW. So it's a giant multiverse, which is really cool. But And Ben Affleck going to be in that film, too. So you're going to have two Batmans. Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton. In the film, all at once, but not Robert Pattinson. So apparently it came out that... <laughs> apparently he got mad... He said, I'm Batman. <laughs> he literally says, he said, I'm like, he got mad that Ben Affleck is, I guess, reprising his role. And he, he said something along the lines of that uh, he thinks the fans are going to like Ben Affleck's Batman because mm. they've already accepted him. Mm. Uh, and his Batman is like too far out there. Damn. Like it's, it's too different. That's crazy. That they'll be more comfortable with Ben Affleck's Batman. I wonder how Jerry Lieto feels about that. About another Joker? Yeah. <laughs> you know, a Joker movie yeah. without Jared Leto. So, I mean, if that's... Crazy that, what WB it, just be doing to it, these characters and these it, actors. If that's what Warner Brothers wants, that's cool. If they if they do link it all together, that's cool. At the end of the day, Warner Brothers is going to do what Warner Brothers wants and yeah. get what Warner Brothers gets because they own the rights and properties and uh, everything. And well, But now, AT&T is above... Warner Brothers, and they own uh, everything. You just got to realize... So you got the hierarchy, man. You do realize that these DC movies do sell. <laughs> we have a brand new Warner Brothers Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Versus DC? Injustice. I guarantee you it's going to happen one day. 100? Let's see it. Bro, uh, it's going to happen one day. Yeah, give me they Luke They own all of it. I know. It's amazing. Warner Brothers can do an Injustice film. They will Bro, one day. The It'll be a giant fucking crossover. Base, dude. Behan, bro. <laughs> Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero. The actor came out and says that he's on contract oh, yeah. for four more movies. That means he's on contract for five, if potentially successful, Five Mortal Kombat films. Warner Brothers, this is their Warner Brothers new cash cow. Mortal Kombat is going to become a franchise. And if it's a popular selling franchise and DC movies are doing good, you tell me somebody's not going to write an Injustice screenplay? Nether Realms is like, yo, we already got the whole story. All you got to do is shoot it. All it takes is for the Flash to run into the Shadow Realm and be like, huh. Outworld? Outworld? Yeah. (laughs) And, uh... 
Yeah. I, I wonder what our next episode is going to be. So we already see some continuity differences between uh, Zack Snyder's Flash and the new Flash. Oh, God. So they changed yeah. his logo. There's going to be a Supergirl in that movie. You know that, right? Supergirl and another Batman. <laughs> they got characters up to Yin Yang. I wonder if she's going to have uh, dark hair or if she's going to be blonde. That's interesting. Whatever. Yeah. It's going to be... There, I think it's he's gonna be, gonna weird, be going man. in and out of different timelines. Well, yeah, because it's not gonna be the it's not gonna be Supergirl from Zack Snyder's universe. I'm pretty sure it's not gonna be. Yeah, she's still gonna, which is interesting because the suit that he pulled up and was like, "You're gonna be Supergirl." Yeah, was like a, a, a man of steel suit. Yeah, and I was like, "Huh?" I was like, "So maybe if she does have dark hair, maybe it's like well, his like direct cousin, and maybe they're not going the blonde hair route." Either way they know. do it, man, I think it's cool. We're getting a live action Supergirl, so That's crazy. I'm down. I'm yeah. down with it. Um, but uh, the Flash now has in the new Flash movie, he's gonna have yellow when he moves through the time force. So the blue it's gonna be is all so yellow. Better. Well, the blue. I, and I know you don't really. The blue is when he moves faster. So, yeah. um, I think so, that's gonna show a progression. So could, oh, okay. It's going to show a progression because once Barry gets, once he becomes super fast, uh, it turns blue, I believe. Okay. I could be wrong, but uh, so the yellow he, is when he's like not so as fast. So then he's faster in Justice League than he is in his new movie, even though it's. And they're changing after. continuity with Sweet, his Flash movie. Bro. See, yeah. they're going to fuck it up again. Oh. And then Zack Snyder going to have to come in and save everybody again. I, I think this Flash movie is going to be a representation of what the next wave of DC is. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, Mul it's it's all... Multiverse. That's what I said. It's, it's the catch-all. It's all hinging on how that movie does, and it's going to propel everything I, in a different direction. I think it's just, they're going to do the same thing with... Uh, and you got Black Adam coming, man. With Marvel, they're doing the same thing with uh, Doctor Strange. The Rock has literally said he wants to go up I against start talking about Henry Marvel. Cavill. I start talking about Marvel, and I Eddie just don't even, don't even pay attention to me. that Marvelized bullshit. Uh, anyways... Um, no, the Black Adam cool. is going to be cool, man. Um, Henry Cavill and The Rock? Bro. I'm just excited. I'm, get, I'm, getting Hawk, I'm getting my Hawkman. Uh, there's a Green Lantern in the movie. Is there? Is there really? Is there? So let's talk about it. Let's jump into so, the potatoes. So they could put Green Lantern in that movie, but not in Zack Snyder's Where the Justice hell League. the Green Lantern scene in Snyder Cut? Where the hell is that scene at? You know he filmed it in his driveway, though, right? Kevin Smith said he read the script and he describes the scene with Kilowog and they're in, they're in the, the lake house of Batman's lake house and the two, the two Green Lanterns show up. Kilowog is in it, though. He's the dead lantern uh, in, the, in the nightmare sequence where there's a dead lantern. Uh, oh, it's with a skeleton. Yeah, that's yeah. Kilowog. Okay. Yeah. Great. Don't care. It's Where's dead Kilowog. Where's the scene? So it was supposed to be Kilowog and Green Lantern. And uh, I believe Zach has come out and said that he did shoot it that way. But when it came time to show the execs again, they said no Green Lantern in this film. You can do everything. You can do everything in the movie that you want to do. You can have it your way. BK. But you can't use Green Lanterns because we got our own plans. So Green you're Lantern. telling me the Snyder Cut isn't the full Snyder Cut. I want the extended Snyder Cut. So are we going for the full four hours of this podcast or what? I mean, we could, bro, but we got a four-hour film. We got to go watch Mortal Kombat. There's a lot to do, man. There's yeah. a lot to do. But, but okay, let's, let's, let's get into it. No Russian Family. 
The, oh fuck the, that the, family! Get them out of here. A whole complete different. Get out of uh, here. A whole complete different Steppenwolf. Oh, we didn't even talk about the redesign. So much better. So you didn't like it in the beginning. You I didn't like it until I watched it. Fanboy. I didn't like it until I watched it. Of course. The the build up, the hype. I was. And just what like, did I, I tell you? I said, bro, you gotta. You just gonna have to watch it. So I said, we gonna figure out when you watch. I it. I think I was on my second or third uh, rewatch. Rewatch of of. The Snyder cut That's a lot of hours and it clicked it popped in my <laughs> head it's you, sentient unite the seven I was watching Steppenwolf and I was just like bro unite the seven I was like and I and I talked to you about it I was like this it just popped in my head I've been reading Hyperion by Dan oh, Simmons shit. best sci-fi ever oh shit and then I was like bro Hyperion. Justice League I was like and I didn't feel it with the Justice League cut I didn't feel it with the first one but this no, one could you the entire scale, the, the the way this film went, it was seven. It was se- it was it was seven uh, characters, and it was unite the seven, and it just clicked in my head. I was like, bro, this is exactly not exactly, but I was like, this is very similar to Hyperion and the characters. Yeah, how they all come together and get to know each other's stories. Every character has their set like chapter oh basically and that sets all the composition for you to care and basically the stories i think it was um canterbury tales an old story canterbury tales basically dan simmons did hyperion in that same writing format yeah and when i watched it i was like holy shit i watched justice league i was like this is that same writing format. This is that same, uh, basically the same format of telling a story. And you have all these characters and all this composition. So by the time it comes to that final encounter in the time tombs and you have the Shrike uh, uh, killing everybody, basically, literally, almost identical when I saw Steppenwolf, the way his metallic suit was sentient, it was very yeah. like it was like the Shrike. Yeah. It was this metallic, <laughs> sharp creature that constantly is changing form. And basically, you get to the end where they all have to come together and and and, and unify, unite. Yeah. I was like, bro, this is literally the comic book version of Hyperion. And the the reason I bring that up, it is a connection in my mind, but I have yet to see anybody compare Zack Snyder's Justice League. To, to Hyperion. Hyperion. There's a and lot of people doing like Seven Samurai or, you know. It, and Seven Samurai yeah. is very reminiscent. It's that same shit. To It's very similar to Dan Simmons' Hyperion. It's known as one of the, like, the, grandfathers of sci-fi. One of the best the sci-fi pillars, novels. The pillars yeah. of stories. And so if you're, if, if you're really interested in that, I would highly recommend check out Hyperion. And Zack Snyder even said that the reason why he did like black and white, which there's the Justice is Gray version, is because of Seven Samurai. Because he liked how Akira uh, Kurosawa did yeah, baby. his films and the black and white aspect and how everything just looks that much better to him. And see, that's the artist like eye, right? Because you strip away all the color, you strip away all the noise, mm-hmm. and you just get back to the basics on um, black and white. It's so much better. I've watched it, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, that way. And that shit pops, man. If you haven't watched it, I haven't check seen it out the gray, in the gray uh, Justice is Grey edition. It's pretty good. <sighs> Fuck the world. Yeah. How, 
you never even answered that. Did you like Cyborg in this movie better that than was the other Justice scene. League? That's the other scene. It's the, uh, the the Justice League stuff that I did like was the race. God. And it was at I'm the... I'm going to kill you. And at the end, uh, um, where Cyborg turns into the classic Cyborg logo. I like that scene. Okay, Teen Titans. Let's get out go, of baby. Get out of here. Yeah, he didn't say booyah either because fuck that. So those are a couple things that I like uh, about that. But holy shit, dude, Wonder Woman was badass. That scene with Bro, Wonder she Woman. Was so much better. How do you movie. not do that? How do you film that and make her so weak in the original cut? So weak. She Barry was Allen like, falling on top of her little smirk, like, oh yeah, you could get this too. No, bro. Wonder Woman is an Amazon. Nobody owns me. So Joss Whedon literally had. It was his f- version of feet pics. Of, of the of he the had the finish. flash fall on Wonder Woman's breast, and and uh, Gal Gadot was so uncomfortable with it. It's a it's a body double. Yeah, it's a body double, her bro. Hair, her head. Yeah, like this. she turned to the side because she didn't want to do it. It's a body double. Mm-hmm. They be letting you know the freaks out there in Hollywood, <sighs> man. Be letting Freak you know. So um, <laughs> the movie itself is amazing. I, I would say thumbs up. Uh, I just wasn't into the hype. I knew it was coming for a long time. So what did you like about Justice League? It was very Zack emotional. Snyder's. Very emotional. I mean, we watched it together. Yeah. It was very emotional for me. Uh, Martian Manhunter scene. I'm not going to say I cried, but I'm not going to say I didn't. <laughs> but uh, I got very emotional. I love John Jones. I John love- Jones. I love Martian Manhunter. And the whole the whole rumors over ever since Man is Still... Um, the whole rumors of Martian Manhunter, and it was so cool to see all those rumors after so many years be true and to come to light. And it 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 was a breath of fresh air at, on on how Man of Steel and BVS were immortalized with this trilogy. And, and I'm I'm happy that when we look back, we can say that version is trash, and it's. It's C- it's a CG mustache. CG in history. mustache. You got to throw it away, man. And uh, get it out of here. At the end of the day, I- I'm very happy with it. I uh, my takes from it. Um, I loved all the additional composition, of course. Um, the introduction of Darkseid. Uh, it even makes you feel for Steppenwolf because, like, all he wants to do is go home. Like, you get kind of like this. Oh, sympathy for this bad guy who's willing to kill everybody for Darkseid. And imagine if we would have got a New Gods film to give composition to all those characters. That That explains why Steppenwolf has been banished and has to, uh, you know, capture all these worlds to get back on Darkseid's good side. Imagine if they would have done that and introduced Orion, Darkseid's son, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And Apocalypse, you get to see Apocalypse. Like, there's all kinds of things that this movie granny set up granny goodness set up for the future or different iterations of you know the continuation of this verse and that's what Zack Snyder's so good about um more aquaman more mira uh there was even a change in the direction between alfred and batman batman is so hopeful in this movie Mm -hmm. and he's not like just angry and fighting with the rest of the justice league yeah it's crazy he he's actually everything makes it's sense. a big shift from bvs 
to Man of Steel or to uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I hated. You don't get that. I that hated movie. the whole uh, Bruce Wayne and Diana fighting. Yeah, in the original. The cut. whole time. It was so stupid, and they were it, at each other's throats. Yeah, it, it was. It was trash. It, this is the definitive cut. It is amazing. There's a friendship between uh, Cyborg and the Flash, and yes. you get that that yeah. composition. And the Flash even says, "Superman was my favorite." Like he. He looked up to Superman, and to be able to bring him back from death, he just saved the life of his favorite hero. Yeah. That had so much, on a different level, that had so much, like, just uh, feeling and emotion to the story. Yeah. And it's crazy to see that and to get all the things. Long story short, Zack Snyder's Justice League, for me, was more than I could have ever hoped for. Yeah, it was a hundred times better. And I, and I, I, I agree with that. It, it's, it's something that I think we're going to look back and say, holy shit, what if they would have continued it? I hope we don't have to. <laughs> hope. Thanks again, everybody, for sticking around to the end of the episode. Well, Josh, after a four-hour film, there's not much left to talk about, right? Oh, man. What are you hashtagging, you little hashtaggers out there on social media? You hashtagging to restore the Snyderverse. Oh, God's day. I'm so sick of these verses. The Spider-Verse, the Batman-verse, the Snyderverse, the Ares-verse, the blah, 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 Hey, man, you got to restore something. You know what I'm hashtagging? What's that? Hashtag guy? WB move the fuck on. Ooh, I hear Dune's coming out soon. And Dune? We can move on to yeah. that. You or leave. Or you leave <laughs> Dune alone. Or the Flash. You know, he could restore the Snyderverse with the Flash film. Booyah! Oh, we can't say that. Sorry. Let's take the caravan and keep moving forward. Let's stop looking backwards. Let's stop trying to re-release things. There's a lot of great things coming out. Here. Like what, dude? I hear Justice League 2 and 3 is out there somewhere. Restore the Snyder Cut! Restore the Snyderverse! Josh is out of here. But until next time, friends, it's your own future. It's all happening right now. We're not broken. We're not alone. Restore the Snyderverse! Hashtag, until next time, stay nostalgic on that eternal quest to get back to the basics. Booyah!